There it is, there it was, don't interrupt, just because it's no love, shoulder shrug. To the table when I'm the table. I'ma turn up the music, wake up the neighbors. I'ma get that thug life tatted across the navel. It's how I am in real life, not just on cable. Mr. Narcissist, tell me about my arrogance. No more counseling, I don't negotiate with therapists. God, yeah, wanna let God in. But tonight, I guess I let my pride win. Cousin Dre, send me scriptures, help me see life better. Nigga, we having the best divorce ever. If we go to court, we'll go to court together. Matter of fact, pick up your sis, we'll go to court together. I watch four kids for like five hours a day. I wear these easy boots everywhere, even in the shower today. I got love for the nannies, but real family is better. The cameras watch the kids, I stop taking the credit. Not custodial dad, I bought the house next door. What you think the point of really being rich for? When you give them everything, they only want more. Bougie and a ruler, y'all need to do some chores. Rich ass kids, this ain't your mama house. Climb on your brother's shoulders, get that top rhyming out. God sent me from that crash, just so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass. Who? And my new bitch bad. I know Illuminati mad. This that Numinati bitch. This that two Bugatti rich. This that God did this. Only God did this. There it is. There it was. Don't interrupt. Just because. Ain't no love. Shoulder shrug. Won't he do it? Yes, he does. Won't he do it? Yes, he does. Won't he do it? My life was never. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, we encourage you to please rate and review and subscribe on the Apple iTunes app, on SoundCloud, on Amazon Music? Yeah, we're on Amazon Music. Um, I said SoundCloud already. What's that one that I always say that um, I don't know what you do there, but go please do that? Uh, I think that's that right is on Spotify. 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 Man. Of course. Javito minus the tracksuit today. Well, yeah. Gun show. Same, same, man. I'm on my, I'm on my New Year's resolution kick. I've been, I've been getting the, the push-ups in every day, the curls in every day, the shoulder shrugs, the shoulder press. I still like, ain't did nothing about this midsection though. The belly still belly and got here, but <laughs> the belly in due no time, belly. in due time. It do, yeah, in due time. You, I mean, you see how I, I be eating breakfast around these parts. So, <laughs> I, I went. You know, that was one thing I did. I started the last week of December. Uh, I, I did. I got back on the intermittent fast. So I, you know, obviously, just I, I hadn't been eating before twelve o'clock. So yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, See, I, I, just, I, I typically eat dinner early. I like I'll eat dinner at like six, seven o'clock, and then I probably won't eat nothing the rest of the night. So when I do wake up, it's probably been about twelve hours. I had a debate about that a long time ago about what time people should eat dinner. So when you say six or seven, a lot of people do eat dinner at that time. That's not early. I mean, I eat when I get hungry. <laughs> and then and then the later the night gets, I get lazy. So then it's like, like, man, I done got in bed at 10 o'clock. I'm a little hungry, but I'm a lot of lazy. So I'm just gonna have to wait till in the morning. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I just I just have a rule of thumb. It's like, okay, if I eat, I'm probably not going to lay down for like another hour. So That's I can it. eat as I, can, I mean, but then, you know, like, I mean, I'm at the point in my life now, like when I eat, I get tired. So <laughs> it's unfortunate. Back in the day, if I ate too late, I'm going to stay up. Especially if you've, you've eaten something heavy and, and your body, your blood is going to go digest all of that food. It's like, all right, no, I'm, I'm tired. Tired, I, I try to keep it light and breezy around these parts. Tired. Oh, well, look, man, we, we're we back with another episode, man. And I just, you know, I was listening to the other episode last night. And I just felt like, you know, yeah, it's 2022. And we did a whole show pretty much. It's a mixture of things. But, you know, obviously, coronavirus took a, a bulk of the episode. And that probably upset some people. I don't really care. But... I did want to talk about some things that was that was interesting to me towards the end of the year that just totally slipped my mind as we was talking because when you're doing this long form podcast in the most natural way possible, you know, sometimes you get immersed into the conversation and you forget some things. I do want to talk about music. That's why obviously you heard Mr. Yeezy. I want to talk about celebrities now. But basically celebrities. Okay. Because I did see that there was this viral thing that went around that that talked about um, how people that, I guess, obsess over celebrities tend to have lower IQs. Okay. Did you see that post? The one that you posted? Or no, 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 no. No, I haven't no, nah. seen that. No, I think you did see it. I think you did see it. That, 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 that shit went viral. Like, okay, bottom line, that was the miss. That was the gist of it. I posted something a little different. Me, I was just basically saying that the celebrity worship and people basically, because I think that we're in a time period now where people are pretty much sponges. I used to say kids were sponges. Like, kids between the ages of, like, 3 and 12, I've always called them sponges, meaning at that age, they're going to they're gonna basically do what their parents do. That's when they start. That That's for sure. When they're looking at their parents and they're trying to pretty much mock their parents, not in a mean way, but in the way of, hey, you know, this little boy wants to be like his dad. He walk like his dad. He'd be in a mirror trying to shave like his dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when they're sponge like. But now in the current culture, in this current age, I feel like a lot of adults are sponges, especially in regards to celebrities and my my post was more along the lines of just saying like when I really think about it, yeah, I I we 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 vaguely say we blame social media on a lot of things, but it's the access to celebrity culture that has to play a part in the destruction of marriage, which I was pointing out because I'm like, I, I I have a you know I go to some you know some forums on Reddit and like I see some very healthy things about marriage and. From a perspective of when you were growing up, Jay, mm-hmm. what was the main thing that attracted you to marriage? Uh, the the main thing that attracted me growing up, growing up was like I seen the nature in which it was really the example that my grandparents had. I seen how they interacted, how they could count on each other, kind of like um, a few episodes back when we talked about Ed and Ed and Lorreen um, Warren. It's like, oh, you know, she knows him better than he knows himself. Like that—that's that, what attracted me to marriage. Being with being with my best friend that I could also have sex with—that that's attracted me to marriage. 
almost shed a tear for the Warrens. Hey, man. They had something nice, man. Real Dang. nice. Dang. But yeah, that, that makes sense. So, <laughs> nowadays, we don't get to see that. Like, we all have enough common sense to know that people argue in relationships, people argue in marriages. We know marriages aren't perfect. But from a standpoint of looking at celebrities and the way they the way they just the way they mishandle marriage and it's broadcasted. Like people have divorces. A, a, a divorce obviously is socially acceptable. But the way they broadcast it and then like people just jump to re- another relationship, that bothers me. And even though I never took the Kardashian and you know Kardashian West thing super serious. Like I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a celebrity um, celebrity marriage. It's gonna probably last six to eight years. Like I, I think it lasted about seven. Yeah, about seven got four kids out of it. You know, and and I think both of them are. I don't. Both of them are still happy because at the end of the day, their their marketplace value is still high. Dudes is gonna want Kim until well until she's in her forties. Women are clearly going to want Kanye for a long time, like you said. This Julia Fox chick, I have no idea who she is, but um, she looks she looks every bit of 27, 28. and I know for a fact that Kanye's in his forties, you know. And um, you know, just long story short, like it just sucks that celebrities, and it's not even their fault, but it just sucks that marriage culture from a Hollywood perspective. It's just so, it's so careless. It's it's so mistreated. And like, I just personally wish that instead of being sponge-like adults, people realize like, hey, like celebrities kind of can afford to do this because of their marketplace value. You're a regular person. Even if you, let's just say you make a good living. You probably still don't make a good enough living to just say, oh, I'm just going to have four kids with this guy and then break up with him and then just get back on the market. Like, no, you're you you got four kids. Your body's not that great. You're past 35. You know, like, you, I mean, you got four kids. You can't afford a nanny. And so on and so forth. You know, like that's that is a lot for the regular individual to handle. You don't like I said, you don't go ahead. No, and 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 to add on to that, and to be have four kids, and be, do they have three or four? I was trying to rattle off the names in my mind. Like, I, Shit, I, I, I got I got I North, know. I got Chicago, and I got Saint. I I'm, I might have missed one, but to have three to four kids and to get with a person that has none is is, is something that that because because typically, if me being a single person, I come across somebody with three kids. I'm going to be hesitant to get into that situation because one, me still wanting a child of my own, that may not be something that happens. Two, that's not me taking on one level, one level of responsibility. That's taking on me taking that's me taking on three extra levels of responsibility plus another one if I want my own child. And that's a lot to be responsible for. But to take it another step, like I think Kim, like I said, I think Kim and Kanye lasted about seven years. But Aside from the marriage culture, celebrity influence 
is still at an all time high. And I'm not going to criticize that. You know, that's that's why celebrities sell us basically everything from the shoes we wear to the clothes we, we wear to cologne to the food we eat. Like that's 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 the thing. But it's making the common people and I consider myself a common person. Believe that the standards that we are in line with aren't enough. Definitely. For example, Drake will have a line say, you know, none of these cars in my garage are a Dodge. Then you see a man in a Dodge. Oh, I can't be I can't be with him to be with him. It's a sixty five thousand dollar car, man. <laughs> I'm sure that's a drop in the bucket for Drake. But for your common person, it's pretty expensive. Oh man, you know, oh she, you know, she ain't got no fat ass and this, this, and this. You know, she ain't she ain't built like Kim K. Not too many people are built like Kim K, sir. And you're not even. Don't you do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I don't. Don't don't mm -mm, mm -mm, don't do that. And sir, you're not out here built like The Rock or anybody yourself. So yeah, Con, you can you might be built like Kanye, but Kanye's worth billions. You might got a couple of grand. You gotta you gotta realize where your where your place is in the pecking order, and that's why celebrities can have three or four kids, and then their value doesn't decrease because they still have resources. You didn't have too many resources to start out with, and now you're now you're now you're damaged goods. <laughs> "Quote unquote damaged goods." I mean, I, I I look at it like a marketplace. I I look at the dating. I look at the. I don't look at it as a game anymore, like I once did. Like I remember when we had, you know, when we were doing um examples, and I always I kept saying it's a game, it's a game. Like, but I mean, I still see it as a game, but realistically, I see it as a marketplace, and I've been saying this for a long time. Your average, your average public school graduate doesn't understand economics at all. And just to bring it back to the four kids, because I know for a fact that a lot of people don't like Kevin Samuels because he kind of has a disdain for single mothers. But as a person that doesn't really listen to Kevin Samuels like that, the few times that I have heard him speak on it, I definitely know that he all he's saying is, as a single mother, you need to be realistic. As a common, as a common, common folk, as a single mother, you need to be realistic. Because although Kim K is a single mother now with three or four kids, the reason her marketplace value doesn't decrease like like yours would, regular woman, is because she's a billionaire. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it. Your average woman, let's say your average woman with two kids under the age of 15, and I'm being generous here, two kids under the age of 15, her time is way different from Kim Kardashian's time because nine times out of 10, you have a real job. I'm not saying Kim Kardashian's job isn't real, but the flexibility of her schedule still makes her more dateable than the common woman. She has the ability to substitute money for time. Hey, I, I a, a lot of like again, like single mother or two, r typical regular regular. You can't afford to be like, all right, I'm gonna have this nanny here, and I'm gonna go away for a three day vacation. You know, you are gonna have to lean on your mama and them. 
or you you know i mean it's it's or, or and it's not i'm not saying this as a bad thing i'm i'm saying this like like you said it's a realistic thing and i'm not saying that women are out here comparing themselves to to kim k and men are out I here am. comparing themselves to to I kanye am. I am. i'm just i mean i mean it, it's true but at the same time i'm i'm rooting this back to celebrity culture can't dictate the common man Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you, I feel what you're saying. You're not saying that they're doing it consciously. Yeah. That's because there a lot of people aren't doing it consciously. A lot of people are doing it subconsciously, and that's what's really painful. Because, and and not to cut you off, but the fact of the matter is, too many people bring up the extreme in regards to the dating market. They'll bring up the Beyonces, the Rihannas, and shit. I'm like, why are you talking about these people? Why don't you talk <laughs> about your mother, or your sister, or your cousin? Let's talk about somebody that's relatable because Beyonce, once again, y'all have y'all marketplace value. Y'all share in the marketplace. It's it's not the same. Dudes is going to want dudes. Dudes, it's dudes out here that are 21 years old that are still trying to get with Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts is every bit of 50 plus. Easily. It's dudes out here that's in their 20s that probably get with Meryl Streep and she every bit of 60 plus. Easily. You know Why? It's not even necessarily money. It's the access. It's the resources. Angela it's Bassett the clout. still look bad. Vivica A still look bad. Regina King still look bad. You know what I'm saying? Neil Long still look bad. It, it, we run around all this black don't crack. You know, still look bad. Tracy Ellis is, you know, she's still she's still a nice looking woman to me. Yeah, she came around. To me, she yeah. wasn't always cute, but she came around as she got older. She, it worked. That's how it worked with some women. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But that's a woman with money. Let me see if her mama's still bad. Diana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> keep keep talking. Let me, let me do yeah. a quick, quick Google on Diana. I'm not saying this to beat down on the common person. All I'm saying is let's bring it down. Let's humble ourselves. Let's bring it down a notch, boy. You ain't shit. She every bit of seventy five. She was messing with Michael Jackson. That's another story. Bruh, <laughs> bruh, I see. I see this clip where Michael got this award, and she was on the stage, like she presented to him, but she was hugging and kissing somebody else. They say he went to the studio the next day and made "Dirty Diana." I was rolling. It, 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 I mean, I've heard that before. I was rolling. Dang. If I got this little this little bit of time here, I, I'll believe it. But go ahead, go ahead. That, that's yeah, another story yeah. for another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we rest in peace to Mike. But all I'm trying to get y'all to do is, and I and I hate to say humble yourself because people hear humble yourself and they're like, oh well, you're you're no, jealous of my. That's that's what you meaning to say. No, no, I I want to. I you listen, listen, little daddy, little mama, <laughs> little... <laughs> like you said already, nigga, you're not the Rock, you're not Kanye. You can put as many chains on your neck as you want. You're still not a trapper rapper that you look up to, two chains, 21 chains, whatever. You ain't that guy. You're not that guy. I don't care how many BBLs you get. You're not Kim K. You're not Meg Thee Stallion. You are who you are. And I'm just trying to say, yes, be confident in your own work, in your own realm. That's fine. But guess what? Reality doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) Reality doesn't give a fuck. Like, you, you're only, uh, luck is luck for a reason. 
And luck is probability. And all I'm saying is 40 years old, he had the baddest body in the world. At the end of the day, there's only going to be so much you have access to. And and that's just the reality of it. Like, you could be big mom, you could be the biggest chick on the block, know how to do all kind of makeup, beat your face, do all kind of stuff. Hey, get all type of love on, on Instagram, Facebook, or whatever. You go out in public, it's going to be different. Reality going to set in. Yeah, dudes may look at you because there's some chubby chases out there. But guess what? The marketplace dictates that he probably only going to fuck with you on the slide. Because that's just how people move. Like, especially if it's a guy that knows well and well, like, he knows, okay, I can, get, I can get me a slim, athletic 28-year-old. But the access to you is easier because you're 36, overweight, and, <laughs> and you probably else. house by yourself anyways. You know, like my competition to get to you is very slim. Reality, man. And just and just like that dude that had that that he he he, he bad built, live with his mama, car not all that nice, you know, like so on and so forth. What the under six feet, like the women they they gotta be over six feet, under six feet, it bad skin, like those guys exist. And those guys are out there on the market too, thinking, "Damn, you know, she why did my little mama don't want to talk to me?" Like, nigga, have you looked in the mirror? <laughs> nigga, be- have, have you invested in yourself? That's what. Wow. The same way you need to invest in yourself in order to increase your marketplace value is the same play is the same way, and I'm talking to you, women. Is the same way you women need to invest in the relationship. Because I'm seeing way too many viral videos going about where these women are really truly under the impression that they don't have to bring anything to the table. And like Kanye said in this new song, I bring the table. Like y'all gotta stop with that shit. Because at the end of the day, yes, you could bring the table. That's fine. But a lot of y'all be bringing y'all purposely, y'all intentionally fuck with guys that ain't bringing shit to the table, and then y'all act surprised. The table been empty. <laughs> he literally walked up to the table with nothing in his hand, and you mad at him cause he because ain't he because he didn't make something out of nothing. Like really, you invested. He didn't invest. Guess what? That's not, that's. The reciprocation you were looking for, it's impossible because he has nothing to offer. That's And the same goes on the other side. If the man brings the table and you don't bring nothing but vagina, like, I can't eat that, theoretically. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> that's not going to, that's not going to. It, it might have some vitamins. <laughs> I don't know. I set myself up for that one. Jesus maybe, Christ. Maybe, maybe not enough protein to sustain life. <laughs> It can create all. life, sustain <laughs> life. Look, look, hey man, say man. All I'm saying is, stop playing, man. Y'all know exactly what you want. I used to say people didn't know what they want. Y'all know what y'all want. Y'all just be bullshitting. Stop bullshitting. Say what you want. If you don't like the answer, move around. Go ahead, Jay. Say, you ain't just going to be talking directly to me like that. (laughs) 
my name is on this show too. <laughs> you talk to them. You don't talk to me. <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> hey, it, it it just hurts my heart to have guys like Kanye out here making songs like this at his age. You ain't got to explain to us why you moving next door to Kim. Guess what? You have the power, the resources, the access to be able to do something like that. Your average guy on the block, he can't just pick up and leave and buy a, 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 the house next door to his baby mom as much as he would want to. And as much as y'all believe that, you know, men in general don't want to be fathers. I mean, at that point, if I got three kids with you, clearly I want to be a father. Clearly. <laughs> so clearly I have no quarrels about reproducing. But all, uh, it, it, men, uh, I'm going to say, be um, Captain Obvious here, men parent different than women parent. And sure. I see this I see this a lot on, on black Twitter where they say, you know, hey, call and check on the kids every day or or, you know, just randomly pick them up and, or, or, and know what school supplies they need instead of, you know, having to ask me and stuff like this. Well, in this country, custody typically goes to the woman. So you have the child every single day. If mm -hmm. you if the roles were reversed, women probably aren't calling every single day. They're not going to know what's going on. Hey, you know, little Johnny is struggling in his math homework because, bitch, you probably can't do math either. So it's like, I can't, you know, you're not there every day. So you don't know. And even calling every day isn't going to be a substitute. You, what is that? What is that? Bro, I talked to P Town on phone. P Town mm -hmm. will be 10 this year. All P Town want to do is show me her room. She don't want to talk about no math. She don't want to talk about, you know, the kids at school, she want to show me her room. She want to show me the slime that she made. And she want to show me her new poppets. That's it. Kid talking to kids on the phone is pretty much pointless unless they're going through something emotional. And then that, that talk should probably be more in person anyways. So yeah, saying that, yeah, you're going to be familiar with my voice. And nine times out of 10, we're not calling it to kick the shit. We call it to get on digging your ass. So, you know, oh, I'm going to call you daddy. Now I'm always the bad guy because <laughs> when you call me, I'm laying down the law. You're the enforcer because you got you're, you're the man because you're the man. Just, shit is just different. And I got I got something else to talk to you about. I'm not going to talk to talk to you about it on, on this episode. This will probably be this will probably be something that we put into the um, paid area of the no boundary subscription that's <laughs> hey i'm telling you hey let me play this that, real quick man that doesn't exist but. i know right why are you having unprotected sex with a woman when you don't even plan on being present for a, a possible baby that could happen okay listen to Let's this take future hit me up Let's okay yeah go ahead talk talk Let's future talk future 10 he has like what 10 10 of them 10 god nba young boy what 10 of them all of them girls so you have one sexually irresponsible man, but you have seven sexually irresponsible women. Or in Future's case, you said 10, nine sexually wow. irresponsible women. Because why He's would you- Blaming the woman. Listen to this. If you're a woman, why are you laying down with the man that you know that does not take care of his children? Uh-oh. You're going after status symbols. You're going after men that you find that are successful that already have the clout. You know that they're not going to stick to you. You already said that. And then when you get left in the dust, you cry on social media like this, like you didn't know it was going to happen. You knew what you came for. Y'all know how men are. <laughs> <laughs> that uh-oh. Uh-oh, boy, I'm telling you. Look, 
No, like, before you go in, let me say, did you recognize how, wow, you blaming the woman? Listen, listen to the point he's getting to. You got to listen to the point. <laughs> Get back on defense or you're going to miss the point. I, I was actually just going to, I was actually going to wrap up that portion of the show with that because I don't really, because what we were talking about, all I'm saying, you know, what we were getting to when it, as far as parenting goes and I said it earlier, it's just it it comes a point in your life where you have to come down to reality and realize that the mistakes that you're making, that shit is on you. You got to own that shit. So like I was saying, Kanye, rich people can make mistakes all day. Common folk can't. That's just the reality I'm trying to get people to to connect with, because it's just. We we out here living silly lives, you know, and it's it's and, and the crazy thing is I wouldn't care like like the gorilla glue girl. That I know it's random, but I don't care about her doing whatever she did to her hair. You know why? Because it only affected her. That hurt her. You know what I'm saying? Like that's fine. Do if you're doing some shit that's only hurting you, go go on, go do it. It's the fact that y'all hurting kids. That didn't ask to be in this world. That shit was what bothers me. I'm like, you know, deep down in your heart, you didn't want to be a mom. You didn't want to be a dad. Like, why y'all out here playing with lives that y'all don't, that you, you don't have to live your, like my son, when my son does things, he knows, like I tell him all the time, like, bro, this your life. I don't have to, I'm not living your life. What you do may, I have empathy for you. It's going to hurt me. But at the end of the day, that's your life. If you go do some dumb shit and you get 25 years in prison, shit, you doing the time. I'm still free. That's your life. Every decision you make, that is your life. But I don't like when people do shit that hurts other people's lives. Mm-hmm. That's really the point I'm getting at. So like I said, I'm not here to bash women. At the end of the day, I'm talking shit about society in general. And I know that one of the roots of it is we see celebrities doing it. We see popular people doing it. We think that shit cute. It really ain't. It's not. And then and and like like I told you, my homegirl hit me up and say, Oh, marriage is a farce, right? I was like, Yeah, well, you know, depending on how deep you get into it. And then she goes, you know, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet, you know, broke up. It was like, why is that your standard? Two people that you've never met, that that you only, like we always say about social media, you typically only see the good times or you only see what people want you to see. Why is that the standard? That should not be your standard. Like I said, like I told you, my standard was my grandparents because those were the people that I seen every day. Well, not every day, but you know, those were the people that was my 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 ideal relationship. Literally, your relatives. Yeah, you can relate to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can look at and even now as I get older, I see a lot of myself in both of those people. So it's like you know, I don't see none of myself in Jason Momoa. Bruh. I don't see none of myself in Lisa Bonet. I mean, I could see myself in Lisa Bonet, but I don't see none of myself in Lisa Bonet. I, but I, it's see, like, what you, I see what you did there. It's a quick, quick play on words. But it's <laughs> like, why Why is that? Jay-Z and Beyonce aren't my standard. And you know I'm a big Hove fan, but I can't be Hove. <laughs> I just can't. I can only be me. I could be my grandpa. I consider my grandpa to be a wise man, to be a successful man, a man that lives a happy life. I can be him. I can't be Jay Z. Realistically. Realistically. The, the the probability of that is highly unlikely. 
But that's all that's all we're saying here. And I and I think that the overall perspective here is just that I mean it's fine to have goals, relationship goals. It's that's fine. But understand the the achievability of those goals. That doesn't mean you don't have to strive for it, but just understand them, truly comprehend them. Because I think when you truly comprehend them, I think you'll kind of be like, okay, all right, I need to do this. I need to do that. But a lot of y'all are just like, shit, I'm going to just fake it till I make it on that Elizabeth Holmes shit. <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes girl. <laughs> hey, Elizabeth Holmes says she's going to fake it till she make it. Something's so going to shake out. Yeah, she she finna. Uh, but she, but but like you said, you gotta reach a point where you stop bullshitting. Oh, thank you. Nobody is gonna come through and save you, man, woman, whatever. There's you're not Pete Davidson and Kim's finna come through and give your stock a boost. You're not Julia Fox and Yay is finna come through and give your stock a boost. A boost. Like that shit's highly unlikely. You have a highly better unlikely. chance of being old Puerto Rican and winning the lottery. So stop bullshitting and be realistic with yourself. If I'm a man and I got five kids and I pay child support on all five of those kids, chances are that I find a woman that's like, okay, I can, you know, really kick it with your broke ass. It's going to be slim. No, I mean, no, I'll, I'll be able to find a woman. I take that back. Am I going to be able to find a six figure woman that's that's single and, and, and all these other, other things? Probably not. I'm paying probably six figures in child support if we keep it at a buck fifty. Hey, y'all better stop playing with y'all playing with yourselves out here. No, you better, start play, you better start playing with yourself. <laughs> hey, because <laughs> you play with other people and and you're producing more people. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Look, man, just 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 a shift. Because it was something, like I said, I, it was things that happened in 2021 that I just felt like people probably want to hear our opinions on. Not necessarily, but I I think we spoke on it in the barbershop, but I just wanted to jump to it real quick. The oldest topic was definitely the truck driver that got 110 years. That's been on my mind for some weeks now mm-hmm. because I didn't truly understand why he got 110 years to begin with. Did you? I didn't, and so I talked to the truck driver that I know, yeah. and they explained it more thoroughly to me, and I still feel like that was egregious, but knowing that all these checks and balances were in place that he allegedly didn't abide by, I, I understood. What were the checks and balances? So whenever you, before you start a trip, you're supposed to, there's this checklist that you, you got to check brakes, you got to check straps, you got to check, check, you got to check all these things before even starting the trip because from what i understood the brakes went out and that's why he ended up hitting those people and killing those people he didn't he didn't just like fall asleep at the wheel or something like that also they they did make a make a comment that you know you have so many hours that you are allowed to drive that vehicle before you're obligated to stop and park it for eight hours and he was either over those i I think he said the logs his logs weren't weren't accurate so they couldn't pinpoint how long he had been awake or how long he had been driving how long his brakes had been and I was also told there are ramps that are fed off of this particular highway that he was on. And when those situations happen, you're supposed to direct your vehicle towards those ramps because they go up into like a hill, which would, you know, 
physics slow your momentum. Of course. So, you're, you know, there was all these things that he should have done. And I was like, okay, I get that and understand that. But in the blink of an eye, you have to make all these decisions. Definitely. And that's, that's something very hard. But then again, if you hadn't been sleeping like you were supposed to, you know, your your reaction time is a lot slower, not as not as quick when, you know, you're fully rested. So it was a lot of if in there and then a setting, a setting of an example. So, you know, I, I, I feel sorry for that man. I feel sorry for the victims that lost their lives and everything like that. And it, I mean, and he still ended up with 10 years out of it. So it's yeah, not like it got, he's walking it got away. Yeah, he but, got reduced. You know, I mean, I think what well, Kim K and him had a good, a good they was a part of that reason, right? I, I don't know. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think I think I could be wrong. All right. I mean, I get. I, I didn't. I st- I never super dug into it. I got like the gist of it. I didn't know how many lives were lost. I just know. I just knew the charges, and I was just like, I didn't even. I don't even think I saw a manslaughter. And I thought the real debate was whether it was an accident or not. And I'm like. The main thing to me was, I mean, if you can confirm that it was an accident, then that's what was weird to me. I was like, if it was an accident, then what are we doing here? Like, give him, give the man time, but basically gave him a life sentence for an accident. But then when you say basically, in a sense, he committed fraud in a way, you know, if his laws weren't correct, I know how that goes. And if you're saying that um, you you uh, he had he he basically had checks and balances that he didn't do. I mean, that's that's a background of it. So although it's not an accident, like most accidents, this definitely could have been avoided. My thing was the blaring 110 years. Mm-hmm. I was just like, shit, that is a lot of motherfucking time for an accident. Hmm. And, yeah. and I, I don't know what the, like you said, I don't know what the charge was, manslaughter, reckless endangerment. You know, they, they always throw like three or four of them at you because like, you know, some's going to stick to this wall. But like 110 years was like, I think they give people who intentionally kill people less time. That's That was my point. I'm like, come on. Like, y'all y'all yeah. y'all give a 30 year person a 30 year old 85 years, some shit like that. Like, you know, some, something that I know you can't, you know, outlive and you know chances of parole in that is, is very slim too so it's like this it was just but i don't i don't know the legal system in and out like that so i mean hey the legal system is so confusing and, 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 that's and why. i think that's, i think the legal system is confusing on purpose because you don't want your common person in there being able to defend and prosecute other people like you don't you don't want me in there being able to represent myself or me in there to be trying somebody based on what i learned on google unless you ted bundy why y'all go to law school why y'all ted bundy was charming as fuck too (laughs) (laughs) but that's why why y'all go to law school why you have to pass the bar exam you know all these other things so it's eh. here's what it is because i'm not reason i'm not reading 50 pages of documents and in 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 litigation jargon or whatever the fuck that shit is, I can't do it. I'm gonna be confused by the second sentence. In in that like, vagueness. But I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Just just give this nigga fifty years. That's what the judge, <laughs> judge the judge ain't want to read that shit. Man, just give the nigga hundred ten. It's not it's not like he need hundred ten. Well, what was I think it was a movie where the bailiff go, uh, hey, uh, no judge goes, bailiff, what time do you have? <laughs> 
like 123. It's like 123 years. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Bro, that's cold blooded, man. But um, okay, okay. So as far as that goes, um, yeah, that was that was one of the I was I was trying to remember what we were talking about in the barbershop. But I know that, that that was one that was like, I was like, man, I really wanted to talk about that. And then I know last week when we were talking, I wanted to, th- we were talking about COVID. And uh, how did you feel about the headline that basically read, the teacher locked her son in the trunk because she wanted to go get tested and the son had had a recent positive? You read about that, right? I, I did read about that, yes. As my response to so many things is, these days is that so much goes through my mind. One, one was he like fourteen or something? Yes. Man, if you don't get your grown ass about that truck, nigga, you grown as fuck. Just stay at the house. <laughs> but thinking is like you're an educator, and you put somebody in a trunk. You're in charge of educating, cultivating, molding young minds. And you thought it was cool to put put your own child in the trunk. That's why this case was important to me. And I wish I would have talked about it last week. She's 41 years old. Not much older than me. So I kind of feel like, to an extent, like, I can relate to this woman. I, I, I know how these, I know how, I feel, I definitely feel like, She's she's probably your typical middle aged woman right now. Mm-hmm. Probably on social media, probably consuming a lot of CNN, MSNBC. You know, she works for probably one of the highest paid districts in in Texas. Um, my point is, I keep trying to point out to people that sometimes we put a little bit too much focus on people's professions. And we tend to forget that not only are these people normal, but a lot of these people are very stupid in other areas. <laughs> <laughs> I believe they call them savants. They're idiot savants. Like, she may be a great teacher, but she's probably a terrible parent. Or she's probably just an idiot. And once again, to graduate college does not actually mean you are that intelligent. It does not. It absolutely. It does means not. for four years, you probably were able to grind it out just enough to get the certificate or the degree that you needed. So you're smart enough to be able to focus for a period of time, but it does not mean that you are just an all-out great decision maker. In this case of this woman, I believe her name is Sarah Bean. The reality of her decision is, I think, and a thing that really bothered me the most because. Shout out to Harmony, but she says that she doesn't care if it was a trunk, if it was a hatchback, or if it was a cab or whatever. I respect that, but all I'm saying is, if he was in a, if he's in the back part of an SUV, which it's is different. like more, that's that's a little bit different when you when you hear it and you when you hear it and you see it, you're like, damn, look, I was in the trunk. How did they figure out he was in the trunk? Was he like beating for air? Like, that's the first thing you think. And I think that when that shit went viral, a lot of people were thinking that. And I just think that it's typical media bullshit 
to mislead the reader. We all know this. But all I'm saying, in this case, and the only reason I even looked into it, because the students at the school started protesting or whatever, saying, we got her back. And I'm like, man, these these kids must not, <laughs> these students must not like her son. <laughs> and I looked, I'm like, well, from what I understand, you know, he was in the back cabin part because. Okay, what kind of vehicle was it? I still haven't got that information. Because that's what I was unclear of. When you say in the trunk, I think of a sedan. The bottom line. And, and like I said, I get where Harmony's coming from. But you got to understand that if you would have heard initially a mother forced her son into the back part of her SUV, you know, to maintain social distancing while she got a COVID test. Like, if you if you if it would have been broken down in a way where you knew, or you you at least knew the question, what type of vehicle was this? In some way, mm-hmm. like they legitimately have it out there, and you still could look at it now. The headline legitimately reads like that kid was uh, he basically was abducted. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like that's that's not fair to the reader, and I'm saying all this to say. That's the whole COVID narrative. It's literally been like that since the beginning. It's been hella vague. It's been misleading. It's been confusing. And they're taking advantage of the fact that the common social media user, the common news reader only reads headlines now. And I just think that that sucks because we live in an information age where everything is going to spread word of mouth. But now when it's being spread word of mouth, it's only being spread in two sentence details. And that's just so unfair to the people that really want to have an actual opinion on something. Like all we want is all the facts and we want them consistent. Is That's just like me saying last week, I just want fairness. Mm-hmm. Can you keep it? Can you make sure that it's fair? But of course not, because guess what? It's all about clickbait. We got to get the clicks. If you choose not to read, that's your fault. That's just like the whole Joe Rogan thing. I I glance at Twitter and I just see the, the vitriol that they have for Joe Rogan. And it's hilarious to me. Just Joe Rogan, the Alex Jones, the Candace Owens, all these people with so much vitriol towards these people. And at the end of the day, the one, the main thing that I've uh, come to the conclusion of is like, y'all do realize that opinions are like assholes, right? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's going to have an opinion. Everybody's going to have different viewpoints. Everybody's going to disagree on things. People are going to agree on things. The world is very nuanced. There's... Why does there have to be a monopoly on the ideal? Like, why does it, why, why, why is only the democratic ideal the ideal that we all should go with? Everybody should be like, it's almost to the point where like people feel that when you go to the polls and vote, there should be no reason people go in there vote Republican. Everybody (laughs) in America should be. I don't know how this person, I don't know how this person won. Everybody don't think like you. Simple and plain. You could never, you couldn't have said it any, any plainer. Everybody don't think like you. 
Like, why, why is why is it so hard, Jay? Bro, and just sitting here, I skimmed through three articles. One was CNN, one was on People, and one was a local news a news local news website. All of them say kid was in the trunk. None of them say what kind of card was. And then this this last one I said that says health service stated that she was gathering information from cars in a line for COVID testing when she found a female driver having her child in the trunk of her car. So it, it gives you no like there was no there was a beating, there was a rattling, you know, there was no yells for help. Like, did did you evaluate her? And then, you you know, she pulled forward and you happen to look up and he had poked his head up. You know, it's like it's, it's you're not giving enough information for a, a, a fair evaluation, as you just stated. And even the stuff I was sending you yesterday when, you know, they were talking about Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan had two doctors on, on his show. And this is the things that Joe Rogan is talking to a doctor. He is he is he is video recording, audio recording a conversation with a doctor. He's like, hey, these are the things that I uh, that I think. And the doctor is saying, oh, no, this isn't right. This isn't right. This isn't right. But you can sit there and say this doctor is lying. But this doctor over here is telling the truth. And then you can get Ken Jong, who was known most popularly for having his dick out in a movie. Like you didn't find out he was a doctor until after you you didn't seen this man naked, then he's like, "Oh no, Joe's wrong." Oh shit, I trust him too. You're picking and choosing which facts you like, and then again, that's what everybody does. Hey, I like the facts that this guy spitting. This nigga over here spitting. I don't like what this nigga over here talking about. That's cap. Like that's what you do. <laughs> so to say to, to be able to sit here and say, "Oh no, he's wrong and he's right." No, you got to be more objective. Yeah, he aligns. This person aligns with my viewpoint, so I'm rocking with them. I'm not saying that these people over here are wrong. I'm just saying that this person aligns with my viewpoint, so I'm rocking with him. So when I go to that booth and I make my vote, I'm voting for the person that aligns with my viewpoints because I feel like they have my best interest at heart. So who if care, you feel, who cares about your best interest? Shit, uh, uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's the only person. Me. <laughs> That literally ties back into what I was saying earlier. It's like, bro, like, what are we doing here? Like, you got to do things that make sense. And if you're For doing, yourself and your immediate family. Yeah, like, why are you, you can't be out here doing shit because Jay-Z doing it. That ain't probably. Did you see man. the article about the, the guy in Canada who had his visitation rights revoked because he wouldn't get vaccinated? Hey. He wouldn't get vaccinated. His child is vaccinated and his baby mama's vaccinated. But since he doesn't want to, they, they took his visitation rights away from him. Look, man, I keep trying to tell people Canada's a very fucked up country. There's a reason why you don't have a mass exodus of people going to America to can from America to Canada. You'll have way more people coming from Canada to America. It's just the people don't know the true history of Canada, but a lot of the a lot of the racists that were in the north in you know civil rights and before mainly after the civil war a lot of the confederates when they when they when they realized like you know america wasn't going the way it was going a lot of them fled to canada a, a lot of a, a lot of them fled to canada so people try to the canadians the canadian propaganda out there made for you to believe that canadian is just full of a bunch of sweet maple syrup selling motherfuckers like nah canada is just as racist canada is just as quote on canada is just california times three 
It's just California. And like it baffles me that people don't see how racist California is. Like people be like, oh, California is just this and that. It's like, like, bruh, have you seen the footage from the LA riots in 1992? Do you understand that that's where Rodney King got his ass beat? Do you not understand that LAPD is one of the most racist criminal organizations that there is? Next to who? The NYPD, a state that y'all love so much. Like, y'all don't realize how racist and prejudiced these places are. And now it's getting to a point where niggas can't even afford to stay there no more. So guess where they coming to? TX. And I listened to this podcast series. It's called uh, Slow Burn with Joel Anderson, where they kind of went over the L.A. rides. And anybody familiar with Texas is familiar with I-10. I-10 goes all the way out to California. Mm-hmm. And they tell you in California, especially, I think it runs right through L.A., if I'm not mistaken. Y'all have to fact check me on that. There's a demographic that lives north of I-10, and there's a demographic that lives south of I-10. And those two demographics do not get along, and the police treat those demographics completely differently. And you and we're, we're taught in school when when you do whatever whatever U.S. history I forget what grade that is that basically again withholding information basically everybody north of the Mason Dixon line thought slavery was bad. That's mm-hmm. that's that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> You might be able to say a vast majority because north of the Mason-Dixon line was more industry and south was more um, agricultural where you needed cheap and free labor. But at the same time, you could get cheap labor in, in industry as well. <laughs> you could get yeah, cheap I-10, unskilled, uh, unskilled labor in industry as well. Yeah, I think it goes to uh, through L.A. It goes right through L.A. Skid Row. It goes yeah. Right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. uh, Speaking of cheap labor, um, as you all may know, we're dealing with um, what capitalists, I mean, what economists would call uh, high inflation times right now. I believe we're dealing with the highest percentage inflation increase uh, in the the last 38 years, 39 years, if I'm not mistaken. I read the funniest fucking article, man. And, uh, <laughs> bruh, when I, I'm just going to read it. It's going to, this is probably the part of the show that's going to bore people. But I'm, let me just, let me, I want y'all to understand how racist Democrats are. Because we've already established, you know, the GOP Republicans are racist. But y'all need to truly understand how racist Democrats are. Look. Welcoming immigrants would cool off inflation, U.S. Chamber of Commerce CEO says. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce is calling for doubling the number of legal immigrants into America as a way to ease inflation and the worker shortage. We need more workers. We should welcome people who want to come here and go to school and stay. Chamber of Commerce CEO Suzanne Clark told reporters during a press conference on Tuesday, that is a place the government could particularly help, and we do believe it would be anti-inflationary. Clark added that ramping up immigration would help to ease the supply chain disruption that are at the heart of the inflation spike, including the shortage of truck drivers. If we can alleviate the worker shortage, it might be the fastest thing to do to impact inflation. Clark also promised on Tuesday to fight back against what the business group views as 
antitrust overreach from politicians and regulators. You may not be following me here. <laughs> don't guide, get it. guide me because I, I'm, I feel like I'm overthinking this. Look, don't get it twisted. We're now dealing with times where you can say legal immigration all you want. We're dealing with a time period where the we're talking COVID is is the main issue here. COVID is the main issue here. We all know nothing that happened in the last two years would not have it would not have happened if COVID was not it didn't exist. Yes. What what happened was in America when COVID hit and they they declared a pandemic. Americans that work here said, I ain't going to work because I ain't trying to get sick. So your your average American citizen said, hey, fuck it. You want to fire me? You finna give me my, my unemployment. Because guess what? American citizens, they, 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 they qualify because they're American citizens. Somewhere along the line, it got to the point where even if you were illegal and you were living here and you couldn't work, you could qualify for it. That's a Democrat rule. And I'm saying all this to say, I'm there. Now keep following me. No, no, I feel like you, I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little, a little biased already. I'm, I'm starting to get upset, but continue. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm going to just fast forward to 2021. In 2021, there are laws being passed to where you don't even have to be in a, a legal citizen to vote. In which state? New North York. California, of course. I thought there, that was New York. It's New York mainly, but of course California is going to follow suit. Yeah. Come on. So now you're setting the precedent that as long as you can get into this country, we're going to make a way to make you legal. Keep following me here. Okay. She's saying legal immigration is the only way to, you know, curb the inflation. All right. You got niggas that's been living here. They've been living here. How about incentivizing the people that live here to want to go to fucking work? Well, you know what you racist bastards want to do? Hey, let these Mexicans come here. Cheap labor. That is the root of everything that was just said. Man, we gotta let these, we gotta let these, we gotta let these illegals in here find a way to make them legal and get them to work cheap. That is the and, way. And we will teach them to drive a truck. Won't you teach niggas that already live here how to drive a truck? No, no, no. Because the way that the justice system is set up, a lot of niggas that would qualify for those jobs, quote unquote qualify, have felonies that disqualify them for those jobs. So I can't hire them niggas. You, you beat me to it. How about, how about erasing those fucking laws and getting it to where a felony, because first of all, in New York and California, shit. Nine times out of ten, you could commit a felony and get released on on bond. You know, a couple of days later, you Elizabeth Holmes, murder. <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes, I hear Elizabeth Homegirl. You know what I'm saying, man? I'm I'm looking on I'm looking on the HPD uh page on the Harris County page the other day. This chick got arrested. Uh, that her 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 massage parlor got shut down. She was arrested for for human trafficking. Do you know where her bond was? You know where her bond was? Was her bond? You know where her bond was? It was a hundred fucking dollars for human. That means it was. I swore to God. So she had to pay ten dollars to get out. She paid ten dollars to get out. She she in Hong Kong right now, bro. 
I guess I would got a bells bond just to be an asshole. <laughs> Look, man, this is the country we live in. You're trying to sit here and tell me how to do something that's anti-inflationary when at the end of the day, I'm feeling you. I feel you. Yeah. You know, make people want to work. But y'all literally for two years incentivize people not to work. You literally pumped up unemployment so people felt comfortable staying home. And now you're saying, hey, let's bring illegals in here because you can't get into this country technically. Yeah, think about it. You got to get into this country. You can do the visa shit if you come from a whole other country. But your, your, your average Mexican that's fighting to get into this country, they're probably going to get in here the best way they can first. A lot of the, the the old school way is get here, get pregnant. You can't you can't deport me. <laughs> like I got kids here. I got I get to be here. That's the that's that's the easiest way. So basically you're incentivizing people to come here illegally to get legalized, then they they take jobs. Like and, and they've been saying Republicans were racist for saying that for years, but y'all are literally doing that now. Though this shit is is gaslighting. Look, look, it's not cool. It's not cool when they do it. But when we do it under different circumstances, under under uh, a a global emergency that we've created, now it's okay. Man, how many emergencies you know last two years? Bro, my mom works at the <laughs> detention center where where they they ship out in immigrants and stuff. She said they all coming in with COVID. So if COVID is your biggest issue, you're encouraging immigrants who aren't getting proper health care who are coming into the country with COVID. Hey, listen, y'all. I'm not leading Jay to say any of these things. I don't feel that I am. I just made my point. And if he has a different viewpoint, he can say it. But I feel like Jay got enough common sense to see where I was coming from. And it is it is what it is. Like, it don't even, I don't even have to say it's a Democrat-Republican thing. All I'm saying is the government literally broke our fucking backs. They broke our backs, bro. They broke our backs. They broke our legs. They paralyzed us. And, they and we're not even talking about small business. That's just a deeper, darker criminal link right there. We're not even talking about how you force these small businesses to close their doors and now you want to turn around and give them money when they was fine. But now so, you want them to be in debt. They was just fine. They were just fine. Nigga, shout out to J-Mart. A nigga like J-Mart had to shut down his operation in, in fear of losing his license just for them to come back six, seven months later and change absolutely nothing. Nothing. Nothing changed. And y'all can open back up again. Just wear a mask. Nigga, I was wearing a mask six months before that. And gloves. <laughs> I don't want to be no. breathing in hair all day. What is wrong? I'm telling you. I'm just trying to get people to understand that the government does not have your best interest at heart. That was the point of that, that, that one long post that I'm pretty sure a lot of people didn't read. I'm just trying to get people to understand that the government literally said, you know what? We got nine billion. We got nine billion. I don't know math that well, Jay, but all I'm saying is the first stimulus that went around, they went, they nigga, nine billion they was able to put between six and twelve hundred dollars in people account with ease across the nation. Nigga, you come back a year later with 1.3 trillion. If I'm not mistaken, 1.3 trillion more than 900 billion, right? 
If that math is mathing. I'm just saying. And now you telling me with this 1.3 trillion, you're gonna take my money and go make mask and rapid test, and you're gonna send that to me. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? I'm mad. And I'm this, mad. Is, this is January of 2022. Remember, end of February, beginning of March of 2020. Make sure I get my dates right this episode. This is when this shit all started. Now you're trying to send me out mass. You've sent me money. You've to- wait. First of all, you told me not to go home, no, go to work unless absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. Then you send you send some money. Then you roll out a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Then you tell me my job is in jeopardy if I don't get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. You tell you fi- you fire nurses who don't get vaccinated. Corporations are now firing employees who do not get vaccinated. Now you're telling me you're sending out at-home tests. You're sending out masks. You're sending out more money. You're telling me that these industries where you fired people for not getting vaccines are struggling. So now you're rolling shit back and saying quarantine period, incubation periods have changed. And also, well, if you don't want to get the vaccine, just test two times a week and that'll be sufficient. But nothing has changed. You have no better of a stronghold on this pandemic, as you say, than you had when it first started. You out here telling people, oh, well, it's the unvaccinated people that are causing the mutations. How are unvaccinated people causing mutations when there's nothing in their body for it to mutate from? Let me let me kick it. Let me kick it for you. Simplistically, please do teenage the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Tell baby turtles. Yes. And a rat. They was chilling. Yeah. Spill some ooze on them. Mm -hmm. They six foot ninjas now. Yeah, they six foot ninjas. Cool. If you spill that same ooze on somebody that doesn't have turtle in them. (laughs) <laughs> what are the chances they become a six-foot turtle ninja? Based on Dr. Fauci's logic. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think they I think he could. I was just saying you, you could become a six-foot ninja turtle. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Look, Ed, <laughs> you can't you <laughs> a, a broke person's favorite line is they can't get what I don't have. You can't get COVID out of me if I don't have it in me. You can't get any mutations if I don't have it in me. Now, if I got sick and I got some antibodies and then I got sick again and it like whooped the antibodies ass and then like left my system and started fucking up people, okay. But per herd immunity, I got it. I should, if I got it before, my body should be more equipped to fight. It's like, all right, yeah, we took that ass whooping last time. We were down five, six days. We coming back like we like it's 3-1 and, and I'm in Cleveland. Like, I'm ready this time. The new NCAA rule is probably one of the most logical rules in the nation right now. If you've had COVID before, you are you are now considered fully vaccinated. That is the science. I trust it. Not because I'm biased but I trust it because you're letting me know that 
once I have something, the virus, I cured my, my body cured itself from it, then it must mean I'm immune to it. That's traditional classic science. It makes sense to me. And it's that's how I was taught science. Y'all trying to move the goalpost. I'm y'all trying to confuse people. You ain't finna confuse me. Let's play a game. Call it. What's up, Jigsaw? <laughs> what up, Jigsaw? Blank infection triggers an immune response, and people rarely get blank twice. It's COVID. It's somewhere in there. COVID nineteen. Chicken pox. You get chicken pox once, the infection triggers an immune response. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How come? How come? How come this isn't this isn't the same? How come this is this is? How come that isn't your basis of science? Because that's what that's something that's I'm not gonna say it's that's, old. That's as a science, virus, that's but a, it's old it's a, as fuck. It's it's a it's a it's a virus that was eradicated by a vaccine, which is the varicella vaccine, and um, yeah, that's. That's um yeah yeah I mean polio was the same way like a lot of these viruses came through and through years and years of infections and you know vaccine um renewals I would say like it was you know plenty test even but even, even that from my experience in third grade I got I think that's when I got the chicken pox around third grade. It's like, all right, cool. This person got chicken pox. It's going to run through all the third grade for the next two to four weeks. And then for the rest of their life, they probably ain't going to have to worry about this shit. They good. That's, that's, that is how they will argue with you and say that's how that specific virus works. Okay. That's fine. fine. But all I'm trying to say, I think my main beef is that people call it a vaccine. I don't feel it's a vaccine. I believe the one thing Robert Malone said, I think Robert Malone said, he said it's gene therapy. And when you look at the definition of gene therapy, it does make more sense. Because once again, we all grew up, all of us, all of us, we all grew up under the understanding that a vaccine vaccinates. <laughs> Which means and see, and and see when we have those when I have those conversations with my grandparents, it's like Oh, I didn't know why I could I, I could get it again or I could get it, period, after I've been vaccinated. Because your understanding of the definition of the word vaccine means immunity, immunity. vaccination. Look, man, I, I know y'all had enough of that. We just want to get that out of the way because, like I said, it is what it is. COVID is probably going to be with be with us narrative wise until the next election. And I've been saying that we have elections coming up in a lot of states right now. And the Democrats that most of you all love are going to, they're going to use COVID to their advantage. Um, I don't blame them. It worked one time. Why not do it again? Uh, all I'm saying is 81.5 million people voted for, uh, for, for, sleep, for Sleepy Joe and his approval rating right now is 33%. I don't know a lot. I don't know if a lot of y'all feeling you know, having doubts. I don't know what y'all are planning for 2024. I'm pretty sure if Hillary don't run, Michelle gonna run. But at the end of the day, all I'm telling you is, I think one of the funniest things I've seen is they said a uh, they said a vote. They basically they said voters need to start looking at the voting booth like a glory hole. Wow. And, and I mean, 
I think that that's, that's some real shit. Um, and that's all I'm going to say on that because I feel like we touched on a, a a lot of stuff, you know, when it comes to um, the things that we missed last week. I don't feel, I feel like we covered what we needed to cover. Um, other than that, I know MLK, it's MLK Monday. You should be listening to this on MLK Monday. I hope you're listening to this on MLK Monday. If you're not, that's fine because um, podcasts aren't series necessarily. You don't have to listen to them in, in order even. This one just, <laughs> just, 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 you know, listen when you want to listen. Um, and we appreciate all the people that share the podcast on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, Twitter, maybe. We, we appreciate the people that, that send us feedback. Um, you may not agree with us, but like Jay said earlier, people have different opinions. People have different viewpoints. That's how life works. Like, it's really that simple. And um, to transition, once again, to words of advice, I really don't have any words of advice, but all I, I, my, my words of advice is definitely since if you're listening to this on MLK Monday, if you get to enjoy a three day weekend like myself, enjoy it. Do something fun. Do something different. It's what the second weekend of the new year. It's the second weekend, right? Yep. It's the second weekend of the new year. Um, I hope that you're still on your resolutions. If you have one, a lot of people. I think they say like 70% of people usually are done with their resolutions by the second week of the new year. And that's insane to me. I know for a fact that gyms are more packed, you know, because for obvious reasons, but long story short, enjoy yourself, stay focused. And, um, but also at the same time, don't put so much pressure on yourself that you make anything that you're trying to do not fun. Because that's the main reason I think people quit their goals is when their goals become tedious and stressful. That's all I got. Um, my words of advice are a personal mantra that I would like to share with you. You find folks for this year of 2022. And um, actually, I posted something cool online. I should have referred to that. But um, you know, you know, right now, I am going to refer to that. Let me pull that up right quick. Uh, <laughs> Cause this, I posted this today and it actually got quite a bit of feedback. So I'm gonna roll with that. Um, uh, the best seven doctors are sunshine, air, exercise, water, diet, rest, and laughter. And then somebody said ginger ale. And I said, we can't be letting white people know the secrets to our super strength. And then somebody said, add sex to that. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, sex too. So nine. The nine things you should try to focus on these year, this year. Hey, I respect it. Like I said, I was surprised. I was surprised you didn't get a fact checkers notification on that. Because <laughs> I'm telling you that I know. I know Instagram just wanted to be like, hey, make sure you add COVID vaccine in there. Add that vax. Add that vax. Add that vax. Because the vaccine is safe and effective. It may give you myocarditis, but guess what? It's still safe and effective, <laughs> and you're boosted. No, what they're saying is it may give you myocarditis, but you might get myocarditis anyways. So, I mean, we're just making sure you get it. That was what was so baffling to me about the zing that Joe Rogan got hit with. I was like, yeah, Joe Rogan, you look dumb right now. 
But Joe, like, you're not seeing what's going on here. <laughs> you're fucked regardless. <laughs> like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?